1: or do you really know what you're talking about? Um, Do you remember, were you old enough to have watched this first time round, Ian? Uh, I remember bits of it. I mean, I mainly remember it from the Five Faces season, but
0: I do remember um, the idea of the miniscope and going through circuitry uh, from the first time round. What's really weird as well is I sort of mixed, when I was younger, I mixed it up in my mind with um, the Journey Through the Robot Lost in Space episode, oh, which I must have right. seen as well. Uh, and, and it wasn't until I saw that much, much later on that I remembered, oh, th- this is what I thought this was. So I must have gotten mixed up at some point.
1: I use. I don't blame you because, you know, Lost in Space is <coughs> a deeply unconvincing yes. inner workings of a mechanical thing as well, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, pro- probably more so. I mean, they they've, bless them, they've... they've tried to put a bit of effort into this one, but but there is a, a moment when Joe said, "We've been here before, and the doctors—they all look the same." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. that that sounds <laughs> like a Barry Letts line to me." To yeah. cover the fact that they've got one set, hmm. um, but yeah, I I mainly remember this from uh, the novelisation because it had a brilliant cover. I love the cover of the original printing.
1: Is that um, uh, is the original printing the one where you got the plesiosaur yes, and the ship? Yeah.
0: Yeah, right. and Pertwee's face, uh, Chris Achilles Pertwee
1: face. It's a lovely. Achilles. Yeah, nothing really to do yeah. with the main gist oh, no, of the no. story at all. Was well, it? Well,
0: they yeah, they knew what uh, they knew what the kids would want by in the book, didn't they? they they're not going to put a grey politician.
1: No. On the front,
0: they probably would now, and it especially. I mean, I'm, I can't remember what it, it got a re didn't it get a reprint with a weird cover because in the 80s when they started reprinting more with like Alistair Pearson covers and that they they were so mundane Mm. the the covers were so literal um but I suppose that's the difference between you know someone like Chris Akeliasen and you know some of the artists they had that were basically Copy as well. Like would, you could you could recognise the stock photos. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> they would copy from. Um, but yeah, this was um, this was one of the poetries in the uh, the five faces of Doc Two season.
1: Yeah, I remember that. Um, and I, rem- I do remember watching this um, on, you know, first yeah. transmission. And I'm pretty darn sure before the Five Faces, because that was 81, wasn't it? The that Five was Faces. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure before that there was another repeat. Possibly. And I can I, yeah. remember uh, watching that. And my binding memory of all three of them is, is quite liking the story, but just being very put off by Vaughn and Schoen. Just the visual appearance of Vaughan and Schoen. This. Um,
0: um this whole story—I mean, it's—it's it's a tale like a lot of stories—and it? it's a tale of two halves. Uh, and half of this story is the '70s writ large, isn't it? It's the design is not—it's not at all realistic. I—I—I yeah. I, yeah, I, I must admit, when I first watched this, because it, like, you, you read the book and you—you you know what the, the the elder statesman fans say about it. And when I first watched this on the Five Faces, I too was. Was sort of thrown by how campy it all is. Um, I quite enjoy it now for that very oh, same reason. Yes. But yeah. when I was a young, a young sort of idealistic fan that wanted total seriousness and, and gritty stuff, mm. this this is as far from gritty. <laughs>
1: it's very funny though, you know, get. because um, wh- when I did watch it on first transmission, I was eleven when this yeah. came out perfect and age, really. perfect age yeah. and at the same time you have the uh, the beginnings of glam rock and everything so yeah. everywhere you went you had outrageous very very colorful outfits but it's just something it's just something about Va- i think it's vaughn's outfit which i i was just really put off by it's you're trying too hard to be wild and wacky all the circles you know the clear bowler hat and everything
0: yeah. well i mean i they're meant to be showmen, aren't they? So, you sort of, you sort of can go, well, okay, it's, uh, you, it, it, it works for that. But yeah, it's especially as like you watch it on DVD and you can see sort of great The um, <coughs> his outfit is, it looks particularly slapped together.
1: Those circles, mm. those those acrylic discs yeah. that are just hot glued onto that yeah, gaudy. Yeah. Jacket, you know, but I, I don't like you. I don't mind it now, you know, it's all part of the fun and that. The 11 year old me just found it very silly, yes. Uh, um, but watching it now, Schoen, right? Yeah, is this the first instance we ever got of Deely boppers because they look like Deely boppers in her hair, don't they? Um,
0: yeah, it, it probably would be. When did they come
1: out? Well, Deely boppers was an 80s thing, really, wasn't well, yeah, it? Yeah, I, I
0: remember, yeah, I see that. I vaguely remember them in the 70s, but you, you're probably right, it's probably late 70s. Uh, da, da, da. So it looks like Dealy Boppers came out nineteen eighty. 1980. Hmm. So, yeah, so did this invent the Dealy Bopper? Yes. <laughs> what a claim to fame!
1: The other, th- the other thing that I was thinking, watching this this time, I mean, we can talk about Vaughan and, yeah. and Shern because they're not yeah. our adversaries, so we can get this out yeah. of the way uh, right at the beginning. The other thing I was thinking about Shern is, um, you know, those boppers in her hair. These these two, I mean, this whole planet, is in another galaxy. That's why, yeah. you know, nobody's really heard of Tellurians. And, you know, Vaughan says, oh, yeah, the the Ogrons, they were slaves to a race, I believe, were called Daleks. So they haven't even heard of Daleks because it's yeah. another galaxy. Do you think Shern, those boppers are not a costume? That's actually oh, part of her. Yeah. Um, I suppose it could be, yeah.
0: We don't ever see them taken out. I mean... Yeah, because she is literally the only uh, the only female alien we see. Yep. Um, yeah, perhaps it is. Perhaps she's like an Andorian stone.
1: Could be. And Vaughn never takes this. his bowler hat off, so he could have no. some under there.
0: I do feel sorry for it because it looks incredibly sweaty.
1: I love it? it. If you watch some yeah. of the scenes, the the the. Uh, bowler hat is quite clear, but as the scene goes yeah, on, just, yeah. it, 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 it steams <laughs> it up. Yeah, the up and guy's exactly overheating. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah, this,
0: this is. The, yeah, it's interesting. Is that that these aren't humans, although obviously you know, they
1: look fairly human.
0: Uh, and yeah, they're far enough away that that the Daleks are sort of almost mythical. They're not.
1: Yep, yeah, they're certainly moving. not a threat. They're, they're not, not threat the all-conquering yeah. threat that we have in our galaxy. Um, yeah,
0: and it's I think this is the first time we get the Tellurian name, isn't
1: it? Yes, this Ter- is the very first galaxy, time. Yeah. But it also means the TARDIS has actually travelled outside our galaxy. Yeah. Um, just on a little joint 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 jaunt to Metabelius three, yeah. somehow they end up in a completely different galaxy. Well
0: he did he did have a lot of trouble, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> did. So like Metabelius three, bless him. Um Well yeah, he will do. But this is sort of back then. That, that sort of thing would happen, and I think it's only modern who that has tried to restrict. You know where the TARDIS can't go past this point. The just can't. I mean, back then it could do anything, couldn't it? Take yep. you anywhere. With, um, you know, lots of plywood planets. But but yeah, I think I, I do. I think it 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 needs a lot more thought as to this is this is possibly the most alien, the most far away we've been. Mm. I think certainly in in the, the stories we've looked at.
1: Yeah, so far. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A different yeah.
0: galaxy. It's not even in the same galaxy.
1: No, no. Makes you wonder why they're all speaking English, though, if they are in a completely different galaxy as well.
0: Well, it, uh, they would say it was the TARDIS telepathic sex. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, our usual answer is because everyone speaks English. Yep. Why wouldn't they?
1: Best language in the world. We never thought that when we were little watching Doctor Who, did you? No, No,
0: you didn't even question it. No. You know.
1: All right, so let's crack on. Let's get into this. Um, Nice spaceship at the beginning. Uh, Yeah,
0: we're lulled into a a bit of a false sense of of, um, production value, aren't we? Yes. Nice little model shot.
1: Yes, and I I can remember... Who made it? uh, I've got a little bit of information on it, on behind the scenes. But this story... Um, You know, it's the first time I've seen it since 81 when it was repeated. So when I did get it on DVD, this story, so much of it I've forgotten, right? So first thing I'd forgotten is you got quite a nice model shot at the beginning. Um, On the extras on the DVD, it shows you they did that trick. We've mentioned it before on this show where you actually film a spaceship landing, but you film it upside down because the flame is going up and then you flip it and you know, you don't have smoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's rather good. But then the next thing happened and I think within the first 10 seconds, you got three instances of, oh dear, for me, things are completely forgotten. So first of all, you've got these grey bods, the right?
0: The yeah. Oh man, they're <sighs> awful. The masks are terrible. It's like the noses are just flaps. They don't fit the extras. I mean, there's a little, there's a scene later on when they're all stood looking at- um, I know what you're gonna Scherner say. Shurnah undressing. And it's like, that's the take you're going to go with, guys. Yep. One
1: of the guys actually readjusts his <laughs> mask. Yeah, he's adjusted
0: <laughs> his mask. You know. Yep. Uh, and I they mean, are yeah, awful. Good.
1: They've got visible seam lines up and over. Yeah. They didn't well, even this, bother getting yeah. rid of them.
0: And um, weirdly, not not the worst makeup effect in this story because we, yeah, we we. So this is yeah, you're right. This is this is gasp number one, and not in the the way you want the audience to gasp. This is oh. No. Um, and then yeah, uh, our two sort of main characters really—they get a lot of screen time. Uh, we we've been struggling to and... remember
1: their names, haven't we?
0: Well, yeah, we we had to we had to look up the three. Well, I, we only introduced for two at the moment, but yeah, the—I mean, what planet did they—they they did name this planet, didn't they? What did they call it?
1: Oh, it's 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 got a number after it, isn't it? It's a something yeah. three or something like that. But yeah, yeah so oh I don't know what good lord! These people. I think I would have liked Carnival Monsters listening to it rather than looking at it because. Oh, I
0: imagine. Yeah, I imagine listening to it. It's probably amazing.
1: But yeah, no, that's not good. Apparently, there were masks made for them, but then Barry Letts thought, no, you will, you won't see the actors acting. You need to see their faces, and so it was a last-minute thing to just paint their skin grey, stick some uh, false eyelashes, uh, eyebrows on. Mm-hmm and a bald cap.
0: What's really weird as well, I mean, I know there was, um, there was some sort of letter of apology or letter of complaint, wasn't there, internally about this makeup that it was so shoddy. So I don't know, I can't remember where it's Barry Letts apologise to like the uh, head of cereals or whatever, or someone complained. So so they knew it was rubbish. But what I don't understand is looking at it, they could have made it slightly better because they've got, they've put false, eye, uh, false eyebrows on. So that's the ideal place to bring the board cap down to because you've got something covering it. But no, No, they they decide to cut it right across the forehead in the most noticeable place. It's
1: very (laughs) noticeable as well, isn't it? Oh, good grief. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that gray and except for the pink around their eyes. Um, and it's just, it's not a good look. Um, it's Calick. Calick is one of them. That's Michael Wisher, isn't it?
0: Calick is Michael Wisher who I'm glad they did I mean, we know that Michael Wish can act well, even covered up into a mask, so I think they, they probably will worry in a bit much there. But um, it's nice to see him. He's such a good actor, and he's really, he's given it his all.
1: He's loving this, isn't yeah, he? This is, he this he's is really, really enjoying it. He, yeah. he, by far, out of the three, I, I find all three, you know, kind of, like, tedious. I, I just want to get back to the bit on the steamer, or um, the drashigs, or Ford and Schoen. But yeah. he is the best of the three. You yeah, know. I don't
0: mind watching his bits. Um, Ooh, er... Uh, yeah, ooh, uh, they're probably grey as well <laughs> and, and bald. Jim, uh, I've just yeah. had my dinner. <laughs> uh, oh, hopefully it wasn't um, faggots or anything. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, he he's really good. He's he's watchable in anything he does, but he's he's really he's not phoning his performance in here. He's really good. Um, the other guy, Orum. Um, a tech guy called Terence Large. I don't. he He's one of those that seems familiar, but I just don't know whether he's familiar because I've seen this so many times
1: now. There's um, something about his vocal delivery. Yeah. It's something about his facial and his, his broken movements. tooth I do know it. Well. And his that, broken tooth yeah. at the front. Yeah, that's yeah. quite uh, obvious now, isn't it? In HD. Yeah,
0: and it's and, and I'm sure we I'm sure we've seen him in something else. I mean, he doesn't even on. Um, Wikipedia he doesn't even get a link so he's obviously not that big an actor um, but he, but yeah he's he's not quite as good he's he's sort of playing the the cowardly sidekick he is he's,
1: yeah you know, yeah
0: he's someone for Michael wishes to bounce off of um, yeah we like we uh, a little bit later we meet the third of this
1: weird trio yeah, who plectrum is, is packer. yeah.
0: packer, yes uh, yeah uh, we should I mean,
1: just we call him the, packer, then packer then we know who yeah. we're talking about yeah yeah um I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. The other um, Michael Wisher, you know, this guy bounces off of Michael Wisher. It's Robert Holmes, of course, isn't it? So, of course, yes. we've got lots oh. of double whacks.
0: Yeah, lots of double in wax. this story. Lots yeah. of amazingly good dialogue. Some cracking lines. Mm. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, this is one where I think I, I, I almost would be okay if they remade this one with a bigger budget because Mm. the script is really good it's good good solid script there's a bit of um, padding which i'm sure we'll get to um but the script is really good but yeah the the budget's not quite meeting their needs is it
1: well you say budget i mean the next oh dear for me and as i say this is all within the like the first 10 seconds yeah Yeah. Yeah, they're like like an airport um handling lounge thing those those cargo Boxes which are just right. silver foil with a bit of red tape well, on. So well, and
0: was saying, she goes, is this, "Was this a Christmas episode?" It's like, no. She goes, "Why? Why is it done like a tacky Santa's grotto style thing?" It's like, mm, it's the future, isn't it? Silver foil. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they're, they're obviously empty boxes.
1: Yeah, there's no um, weight to them whatsoever. No to them.
0: And and, and some of them haven't even got tops on. They're just they've the wrapping paper and they're just covered in silver wrapping paper. Perhaps silver wrapping paper was a, a new thing then when did silver rapid paper come out? No,
1: I, I think it's because you know we, we've we got our next double whack coming up now yes, now we've yeah. got you know Vorg and, and Schoen and I think you know the boxes are, are silvery and bright because they're on the conveyor belt as well aren't they yes. that's when they come in
0: yeah they, they appear um, in not too bad spacesuits a bit cheap looking I was I was thinking oh are these the, the foul suits and it's not they're just they're, they're just baggy overalls really with the, the padded collar on mm. um, but yeah this these are our two other main characters that we'll get to know quite well um, and this is um uh Wolfby smith's girlfriend
1: yes yeah yeah that's and what we know her as i, I, I was the, looking the, into the, her the,
0: the jockey from uh, from um heidi high
1: yes yeah the, yeah the child hating children's yeah. entertainer that's more that i remember him from now because of Heidi yeah. High. But, you know, old, um, I think her name's Carol, the girl who plays Shurn, She, um, I didn't realise down the road at Canterbury from me, uh, in the 90s, uh, she went up for mayor and then mm-hmm. became, yeah, she was high up in the Labour Party in, in local no, government no. In, in the I 90s. Hmm, Didn't no. know that. Um, what was
0: it? Uh, Cheryl, Cheryl Horn. That
1: That's the there. one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, we find out that, that the first Lermans. Lermans, yes. Yes. Which I yeah. was.
0: It sounds like Lurpak, doesn't it? It would be <laughs> funny yeah.
1: if Vorg was called um, Baz. You That's know. Like, yeah. Yeah. But
0: but and, and again, this is one of those weird things where, because later on they're talking about Tellurians as if it's like, oh, they don't worry, they don't feel pain, like that. But they're they're too close, aren't they? It's like mm. you, you. They're, they're you. They look exactly like you. But yes. Talk like you, like, like you, look like you. You
1: know, he's got a bowler yeah. hat on. For goodness' sake, you know, you're not that dissimilar from the Tiberians. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah you, it's, it's the pro, it's the same problem with the Androgans, isn't it? It's yeah. Like you can't. Yeah, yeah. That was Robert Holmes as well, wasn't it? it yeah. Was. You can't. You can't um, make that leap. Like in Planet of the Apes, it works brilliantly, where the, you know the, the the chimpanzees are saying, "Are oh, they humans? Don't feel pain because they're different." Yeah. If, the, if the person you're saying doesn't feel pain or you don't understand
1: their motivations is exactly the same yeah. as you. That, yes. that, yeah. That's mm. harder to believe, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> meanwhile, we've yes. got our other plot going on. That's Top when B, the TARDIS yeah. has arrived aboard this steamer. And the, uh, the production values leap. Of course they do. Leap. <laughs> Good old BBC. This is where <laughs> yeah. the money went. Yep isn't it you know exactly yeah they must have recreated you know the rooms on board this ship from scratch
0: yeah i imagine so because a bit i mean all the set dressing would be obviously stock stuff but yeah they they the bbc are so good at period sets and uh, the, in this period in the, in this sort of the early 70s and so terrible at futuristic mm. um, to the point where you sort of you wonder why they bothered trying to do the futuristic stuff
1: it um, is very we think, weird this yeah. watching it again, you know, this story is very weird because you know all the while you're on the ship it's very high, you know, uh production values. Yes. Yeah. Whenever you're on this other planet it's not. It's, no, and it's it's, uh, it's appalling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I some some of the ship <laughs> scenes are filmed on a real ship, but the yeah. ones that are in internal are in the BBC and it looks real. But when you like one of the last scenes you ever see in this story is when um, you know you've got a, like a barrel, okay, and the barrel is clearly a bit of cardboard, yeah, you know, just cut to to size for the lid, and it's like nowhere near the quality of what we had on board the ship. No, it it, it feels like, like you said, that either they've they've got to the studio,
0: or they've you know they've they've got to they've done all their all their location filming and and studio stuff on the boat and then they said okay let's do the futurist stuff right what budget we got left and the production designers gone. what what there's another half to this story oh
1: that does explain some little nuggets of information i've got in behind the scenes is that
0: that what happened oh god yes Um, i I think so yeah it's just it's so jarring i i mean we're used to to sort of gaudy futuristic stuff in this time period but oh my god it, I think it's the fact if it was all set on uh, the planet then it wouldn't be so bad would it because you just go oh, it's, it's a mm. cheap looking sci-fi one but it's the fact that you've got this yeah, contrast and with this and especially the, um, the, the outside broadcast stuff on the actual ship mm. looks amazing it's like something from king kong or something yeah and it's the right. internals
1: yeah. i it's like yeah, something from the o- od uh, the the yeah. Onedian line, line or something yeah yeah, yeah. and well, then
0: that- and then yeah it also the, the caliber of the uh the actors on the boat is a lot higher as well I
1: very, yeah, yeah yeah because yeah they've arrived and the doctor thinks that they're yes. on metabelius three well, um,
0: this is another one of those things where the doctor Absolutely believes the TARDIS uh, sort of uh, readings, despite any evidence, isn't it? And and realistically, you're sort of, although if you haven't seen it, before, you're, you're you're siding with Jo on this because she's convinced that the TARDIS has gone wrong again. Um, but that the Doctor is absolutely—I mean, he shouldn't be quite so confident that. It's not wrong. And I think Pertry does play that bluster quite well in that you get the feeling that he knows it's probably wrong, but he doesn't want to admit it.
1: Yeah, but also backing it up, I mean shortly he says, you know, there's something wrong. This might yeah. look like an Earth ship, but we're definitely not on Earth. So he's obviously seen something in the Tardis. Yes. Okay, well, they're not on Metabelius yeah. three, but he knows that they're, he not, knows on they're Earth. not on Earth.
0: Well, if they're a complete galaxy away, then that's quite a that's quite a bit big sort of bit on his map in it that he could be wrong so perhaps that's twigged him it's like we can't be a galaxy wrong um i do love that we we've mentioned the doctor does this before that he does the uh if what i'm thinking is right blah blah, blah and then doesn't say what he's thinking so he it, can't ever be wrong it's
1: an avon thing isn't it
0: yeah yeah yes oh that's what yeah avon does it as well yeah you're right it's the it's the old uh um uh that that show that Uh, proves my theory you you haven't told us your theory so shut up
1: yeah yeah i do like this scene where you know joe gets scared you know by some chickens and she's like oh it's only chickens oh are or are they says the doctor yeah this might be the uh, intelligent life form on this planet you know
0: and then she goes well uh, unless they've also got a place called singapore yeah yeah this is the height of um of the Joe and Third Doctor relationship, isn't it? They're absolutely perfect together at this point.
1: Yeah, I do like the way he gets narked when he's proved wrong and she's quite smug. Yeah, no, that is good. Um, And that's when we find our other actors. We find Major Daly. Yeah, Yeah, Tony
0: Elevens.
1: Yeah, Harry. famous
0: actor, yeah. Oh, went nice to see him. Yeah. Again,
1: I and the girl, I, what was that girl's name? Cuz I'd never uh, called Claire. To, Was it Claire? All right, I'll write yeah, that down for the future. Ac-
0: I don't know what. I don't know what her the actor. Oh, I was.
1: know about the actor in behind the scenes, oh, but it, I couldn't no, remember it, okay. her um uh ac- um, you know, character's name. Yeah, and Harry. We've got Harry Sullivan before he was Harry Sullivan. Yes,
0: yeah. Mm. Well, this this was the this is the role that got him Harry, wasn't it? As a sort of a because he'd gone for Mike Yates and he'd gone, right. gone to play Mike Yates and didn't get it, and so they cast him in this as a okay, we'd well, get you a little bit of work type thing, and then uh, he was seen in this, and it was decided that oh my god, he'd be good as a companion, so and he is, he's excellent in this. Yes, I, he um, is.
1: I particularly like the fisticuff scene. Oh, that's a, that that's yeah. a good scene. But yeah. but we've got these Groundhog Day <laughs> moments yeah. just about to start, haven't we? Because you know um, you know. The t- the two Harry and Claire they go off for a walk round the deck, um, yeah. leaving the major to doze off um, reading his book. And um, yeah, the doctor wants to leave. I'm not, something's not right here. And that's when that your Yeah, the ple- plesiosaur. That's the one. Pops up, up. literally yeah. pops up. The first of the puppets on yeah, tonight's show. He's a puppet. Mm. Um,
0: yeah, bad CSO in but. Let's face it, all CSO was bad. At
1: that time, you yeah. look at everything else that was on Doctor Who at the time, yeah, it fits right in, doesn't it,
0: it? You suspend your disbelief on it. I don't mind that. So it's a nice-looking um, puppet.
1: Was it left over from anything, do you No, think? I, don't, I, I don't... Was it specially think made? So. I haven't got I information think. on well, that. What's really I don't weird think I might is, have, Yeah, actually. this
0: is sort of a... I mean, I'm presuming it was specially made and it was a throwaway sort of thing, and it's better than anything in the uh, dinosaur <laughs> invasion. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the, this throwaway little thing which just looks good um, but yeah we it's a great sense of mystery built up in this first episode isn't it because cause as viewers at the time you would have been siding with Joe when you'd be going yeah they, they're on earth and then this monster pops up and so oh it's going to be a monster type one and then um, you get the, like you say the Groundhog Day this is obviously well before Groundhog Day mm. again invented dealy boppers did yeah. it invent the uh, the repetitious could story be. I don't, could be. I'd have to, I don't know.
1: Maybe, maybe, to, maybe there was that a that. Um, you know a Twilight Zone or an yeah. Outer Limits yeah. before. We'd have to look into that. Mm. Do you think
0: it was? Um, do you think this was a, uh, uh, a Robert Holmes or Barry Letts idea that it it saves on dialogue? Uh, it saves on scripting. You just photocopy the same pages put
1: them in maybe i mean but i don't understand the logic of this because you know um you you, you know that they are doomed until the doctor arrives to repeat the same cycle over and over again wouldn't they just starve to death
0: well yeah because we see later on because when when uh, the major and that's coming in he's talking about just having our dinner but we see later on that the cycle starts up after they've had dinner. Yes. So yeah, you would think, no, to be fair, none of this holds up, this whole idea that that they're in a scope, that they're actually physically in the scope, that they're on being controlled mentally. Uh, none of it holds water.
1: It's good fun, the, though.
0: Think about it. it's, good, it's great fun. And I don't think, it's like most of Robert Holmes's scripts, they're not made to be, to be thought of literally. He's using it to make comments and concepts and just a rollicking good story um, but yeah late later on we see the the hand come down and the scale of it that the boat would be bigger <laughs> than the, the, the scope.
1: I have that written down yeah. as well yes yeah that just doesn't work no doesn't when that work, hand comes yeah. down and, and pulls out the TARDIS the TARDIS is about two inches tall yeah which would make what the the ship what six feet wide long or something like that so it won't fit in the scope
0: yeah the scope's two foot wide at best yes yeah yeah i suppose you know now you would get lots of things about compression fields and stuff like that you know but i think it would have been better if they'd have just had a pair of tweezers come down yes i suppose they wanted that they wanted that end of episode
1: yeah like, plus they haven't got much stuff? money either but they have got that this little wooden TARDIS model not
0: a very good model of the TARDIS, no there, it's not
1: it? it's not i don't know if that was made specially for this i don't
0: i don't know i mean i i almost think they would have been better off just going and getting a dinky one yes you know, the police box and, and using that because it's we see the model several times in great detail and it's like Ooh, mm, no it's, yeah.
1: it's not good it's not good well Andrews reckons they're stowaways because they've never yes. been seen before um, and, and you know th- off they go the doctor notices this metal plate yeah. on the floor but Andrews can't see it
0: yeah and again nice little <laughs> nice little subtle scene where where he, he just can't see it and it, it, it as a viewer you're sort of like the hell's going on you just mm-hmm. don't know at this point yeah ni- ni- nicely done all this stuff on the boat.
1: Yeah. And that's when the doctor starts working it, things out. Yeah. He he begins to understand that he knows it's the Bernice.
0: Yeah. Well, they lock him, they lock him in the major's cabin.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: one, one thing I don't know whether I just misheard. So at the, when they, when they first, uh, sort of uh, working out where they are, um, Joe says, uh, almost 40 years. And they mentioned 1939 or 36. Um, and then later on on the calendar, it's 26,
1: which yeah.
0: w- wouldn't be 40 years. No. Unless we're meant to be 60. So I think the date changes, doesn't it? I was going to go back and rewatch it, but I didn't get a chance.
1: No. Well, it's, it's definitely 26. Yeah. This is where the Bernice vanished. Yeah. It was like the Mari Celeste, um, but in the Indian yes, Ocean.
0: A famous ship that disappeared. Which is, uh, it sort of works quite well, because Joe's never heard of this mystery, but the Doctor has. And later on, of course, the ship gets put back into time. Yes. So it never disappeared. So it's quite nice that the Doctor, being from outside time, knows these things. Whereas, of course, from Joe's point of view, it wasn't
1: a mystery. No, it was just when he learnt about it, it was before... yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I quite like that idea of that the Doctor's, you know, he's not bound by... Linear time. Mm. He you know, he he knows when he changes things, he knows, and that sort of thing. I I like that. That's a
1: good, yeah,
0: a good little
1: thing. I also like that, um, you know, the doctor when they get back to that hatch, the doctor can't use his sonic screwdriver because it's not electronic.
0: Well, yeah, this is, this is how it used to be, were not it? He says uh, it it only works on electronic locks because the sonic screwdriver never used to be a magic bloody wand. No. It was. It merely vibrated things to pieces, so it would open electronic doors by destroying them, um, usually with a load of sparks. Uh, yeah. So it's nice. It's nice that it doesn't help. So yeah. He. He. There is a tool that can do it, and luckily he's got one in the tardis, has not he?
1: Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's at the point when time resets for yes. the passengers, um, which the doctor and Joe pick up on, and Joe makes this, you know, massive. Conclusion that they and the dinosaur must be part of a collection. I don't know where she yeah, pulls that, that from.
0: <laughs> She's read ahead in the script, didn't she?
1: Yes. Script. And that's when the plesiosaur pops up again. Yes. Um, and, and now the doctor and Joe have worked out now's the time to sneak out while they're occupied with the plesiosaur.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those stories as well where you, when you realise what's happening, you try and catch it out. Mm. So you try and work out are they saying the same lines? Are they saying, and it's pretty good. It, no, it's not bad, is yeah, it? it's
1: not bad at all. Hmm. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, episode one ends with, yeah, Vorg's hand coming in yeah. and picking the TARDIS up. Not only is it a case of, you know, if the TARDIS is, like, you know, two inches tall, how does the ship get in there? But all the environments for all the other captives yeah. that are in there have got to fit in this box. Yeah, because
0: they, they make no mention... That it's like um, a holodeck or anything that these environments don't exist or anything like that. It's 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 pretty much said that these environments are real. You know they're in there. So where's that marshland Mm. with where the Drash go? Because that you see for miles in that one.
1: Yep, yep.
0: All right. Again, I th- the programme's not really concerned with the, the realism
1: of it, is it? It's not. It's not meant to stand up to scrutiny by no, two no. fanboys, is it? You well, know.
0: You're meant to watch it once in the forget about mid it. Wait for next week. Forget about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, episode two starts <coughs> off where the Doctor's really indignant. Yeah. He's got to, He's got to get off the ship. Yes. And and he's got to get the Tardis back. Um, meanwhile. That made me wince when the major says about Johnny Chinaman.
0: Oh, there's, yeah, there's a few, uh, which which is correct for the time. You know, it's racist for the time, but yeah, you. you
1: Not now. Really Just to hear it, it out of the blue now. Cause he, it's like, because
0: he, yeah, and, and it's one of those lines where they keep repeating it anyway. We keep saying that, that, that Madras is uh, very lazy, and he wouldn't have any on his
1: staff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, well, Vorg, meanwhile, is demonstrating his machine, the Miniscope. Um, yes. He tells them to watch the glow screen. I don't know why he calls it a glow screen. Um, and we get a fuzzy video tape film of uh, Andrews. Then we get an Ogron, yeah. uh, who he says, yeah, servants of some race called the Daleks. Um, you would think, though, that if he knows,
0: he, he vaguely knows that this... Uh, this is a servant of Dalek. Why wouldn't you try and get a Dalek in Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. Especially as he's just about to be talking about the prize of his collection. And I quote, the most evil, the most vicious, the most frightening form of life. Yeah. Right? He's building that up big. I mean, you know, he is a showman, showman, isn't he? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Because we do see it at that point, don't we? We see a bit of one, sort of like submerging itself in some sort of like bubbly swamp. These are the only Tellurians in captivity. Some scientists think that their discovery refutes Voldeck's theory that life in the universe is infinitely variable. An even more interesting, though less amusing, form of life is the Ogron. They are of limited intelligence and are used as servants by some race called um, Daleks, I believe. We will shortly be seeing the prize of my collection. The Drashics. Drashics? They are without doubt the most evil, the most vicious, and undoubtedly the most frightening form of life in the whole of the
0: universe. It it doesn't make the most impressive of show-ins on his screen. I mean, it it worries me that he's making a living showing people this quite ratty, out of focus, warped picture. (laughs) The audience must be pretty sort of... um, Sort of uh
1: unimpressed when they're watching this and i wonder i wonder if it's seen as a as a, a rip-off you know? yeah yeah because yeah all right uh well the plesior on the ship um you know back at the ship the plesior attacks again um and um you know that it is groundhog day because now they meet the major again they know what yes. the Major's going to say they are adapting their you know Replies to what he's going to say because they know what he's going to say.
0: I, I love poetry on this, where he's uh, he's trying to speak 1920s lingo to him. Ninety nine mm. like, skidoo!
1: Yes, it's that's just, a good he's line. <laughs> I love him. Um, and apparently, I don't know how he does it, but Vorg. Later on, we find out that Vorg won the miniscope, but he doesn't know how yeah. to work it. But apparently, at this point, he knows that he can control the emotions the tellurians yeah. yeah I
0: so so it, presumably whoever we won it off of at least gave him a quick demonstration but weirdly it's like the control panels only got about four knobs on it mm. and one of them is to aggravate the tellurians mm. it's I mean I I, I I would love to have seen the act you know because because presumably he turns up at somewhere with this miniscope um, you know, uh Scherner does a little dance, shows a bit of leg, gets the crowd going, and then he wheels out this little scope <laughs> and says you know, look what watch this blurry picture of a Cyberman head and then watch these these um nineteen thirties aliens punch each other yes. turn up the aggro. It's not much of a, a show, not, is it? It's not it? a thrill
1: fest, is it? No. No, no, but I do like this bit, you know, the boxing match, yep. you know, oh, Queensbury never, rules, yeah. up go the fists, you know, <laughs> all like I this. I love this
0: style of boxing. I mean, oh. it's, it's, it's so...
1: You never see untimely. it on a Saturday night out it's and good. when the fight breaks out down the pub. Yeah. It's never like this, is it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: it, it, it there's a, a lovely scene in one of the Jeremy Brett um, Sherlock Holmes, uh, I think it's a solitary cyclist, where he gets into a boxing match and, like, he's doing all these moves... <laughs> With the old, you know, sort of moving the fists about, like John Pertwee it's I love it. It's like, I mean, you watch old, like, you see old stills and that of boxers. They would be in that pose, wouldn't
1: they? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, weird thing. It is very charming, you know. It is very
0: charming. And and you suddenly realise just how high up uh, John Pertwee's waistline is. Oh, blimey. old man
1: pants. Blimey, blimey. I I love it, though. I've never... Ever seen a boxing match since where you get a few heights into yeah. it while he's boxing? This Are isn't missed, kung fu, John. But they
0: missed the trick, didn't they? Not hiring John Pertwee to do high karate adverts.
1: Oh, can you imagine? You
0: know, I'm glad we got Valerie Leon, but, yeah. <laughs> but he would have been perfect. Wait, hey. high karate.
1: Do you know what I'm watching at the moment? I I do I do, yeah. I do um, suggest you and the listener go and watch them. They're all on YouTube. Is Who Done It is on YouTube? And they're I've great fun. It. Do you remember Who Done It? That he yeah, hosted got, straight after Doctor Who. Yeah, i
0: DVD o. of um, selected episodes. Oh, that's great um, fun. Yeah, it's hard to watch now. It's incredibly slow. Um, and I was watching one. I I think it was the first one post reason and um, one of the guests on the thing is. Puffing away on a cigarette.
1: That's Jimmy Jewell. Yes, yeah. I've I, I watched that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. The, yeah, yeah, the contestants, uh, the, yeah. The, the, the celebrities are smoking. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just in the studio. <laughs> wow, you couldn't, you couldn't wait, mate. It you is, is good it fun.
1: It is very good fun. All right, back on track, we have this boxing match, which, uh, you know, they run off um, to, yeah. and to try and get the hatch open. And they're going to get shot. They're actually going to be killed. Andrews is yeah. going to shoot them. Um, but that's when Vorg turns them back to normal and it's like oh it's time for dinner is it and off they go
0: yeah I I don't quite understand that because he turns up the agrometer or whatever he calls it agrometer uh, and they start just getting angry but as part of it so why when he turns it off why did they not just become friend again why did they wander off why are they so so no longer concerned or Mm. worried yeah I mean it it works for the program, but why like, why would they wander off as if they can't see?
1: Yeah, the it's a, at that point? It a bit odd. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they get the hatch open, don't they? Yeah. And well, uh, they, they
0: get the Tuffy hammer, don't they? Yes. It's like a Tuffy
1: hammer. <laughs> of, it's a magnetic seal. Something, something like that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. And yeah, they 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 go through the hatch, and it, it's not exactly the technology you're expecting to see, no. is it?
0: No. And again, it's um. I mean, it's alien, so. Mm. I'm okay with that because I, I, you would you would think naturally that they would have just blown up photos of circuitry, wouldn't you, and just use that? But they it's a fair decent. They try and make it look alien, but it's not the most impressive set. It doesn't help as well. And we keep saying this; it sounds like plywood. Yes. ADR it. Yeah, they the need way. to ADR yeah.
1: it. Yeah, definitely. Um. I mean, the doctor says, you know, it's like walking around inside a wristwatch. Yes, it's um, not really, is it? He not really. Weird no, no. Also, I don't understand how he recognises some of the technology that's in yeah. there. But he's 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 tiny, but he recognises all the technology in there.
0: Well, I think he's um, he's he's just pulling a fast one there, and he's trying to impress Joe. I don't think he recognises it at all. He's just making it up. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, if, 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 can you imagine if? If, like, you were shrunk down and popped onto a computer circuit board, you're not going to recognise anything. No. But the Doctor
1: does. He, yeah, he recognises an awful lot of it. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, outside the scope, um, you know, Packer and the others, you know... Uh, they uh, yeah, They've decided the scope is going to be destroyed because there's yes. unlicensed creatures well, we've, inside we've got, it.
0: Yeah, we've, we've got um, sort of a, a play... I mean, it's quite weirdly very prescient and and back to being relevant for for this time period we're in and this last week or so is that that it's sort of a a play on we we don't want johnny foreigner over here yeah um we want to isolate we don't want to be in any sort of union that lets foreign people over um it's it's brexit in the 70s basically yeah yeah um and yeah so they they decide that um, they they want to get... Because it's a bit confusing, but President Zlerg, or whatever his name is, has decided that for the benefit of the planet and the economy, they need to open up. Mm-hmm. And these are the first alien visitors. Yep. And our trio of, of, of grey slapheads want to make this an absolute failure, don't they? They want this so that President Scroob, whatever his name is says no more that's it so yeah they 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 land on the thing that there's there's actual creatures inside this scope and that breaks some sort of import law mm. but it all seems so petty doesn't it on what they're doing
1: well this is the part of the story that I'm <laughs> just very bored by it's not interesting yeah. they, all, all these machinations you know that Calig yeah, and Orac or yeah. whatever he's called um, yeah. you know are are doing it's just it, it is padding. There is a reason yeah. for it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you yeah. about that later. Oh, but I'm just not interested by it. No.
0: I now I can enjoy it now because because you're getting the, the different layers of the script and you can enjoy Michael Wish's performance. You can enjoy the, um, uh, Leslie Dwyer's performance and that. But yeah, as as a, a kid, I remember not not enjoying. I say a kid. What what, what age were no. I in? An eighty-one. I would have been twelve. But yeah, a kid. Um,
1: you don't want to know about not, political stuff, no, do you? No, of
0: course you don't know. And I, I earlier on, because um, Vorg earlier on said when they're saying about the scope, and he goes, "It's just for amusement, nothing political." And you think, "Oh, okay, yeah." And then this, the entire program bugs down in these politics
1: yeah no it's not interesting but they've got is it called the eradicator eradicator that's it. yeah they've got this gun uh, and they shoot at it
0: cheap looking gun yes
1: yeah and yeah they shoot at it and they think that all the creatures have been killed they don't bother checking but uh, they wander off and that's when vorg checks and no they are still alive and that's where we see a cyberman yeah um the only time in john pertwee's run that you yeah, actually have a yeah, c- Cyberman only, in it. Time. Did you notice his back plate at the back of his helmet was yeah, hanging open?
0: It was open? Off. Well, it, it's a bit
1: again,
0: shoddy. He's in front of some sort of CSO background, is he? and hes They've obviously just gone to the, the cupboard and gone, we've got a Cyber helmet, <laughs> just shove it on some extra. Um, but yeah, I perhaps it was the Eradicator blew his helmet off.
1: Yeah, it might be. Backpack,
0: back plate off. Um, yeah, so they're very confident in this Eradicator despite the fact that up until today they've never met any aliens they've True. no idea what the scope is um and it, it fails miserably it doesn't really do anything does it no knocks out knocks out the doctor and joe for a couple of minutes
1: and that's about and it's, it supposedly
0: gets hot doesn't it they keep making mention that how they passed out because of the heat but they don't really show show anything that suggests heat
1: nope Oh. Yeah,
0: they yeah, they didn't even throw a bucket of water on John Pertwee, and they've been
1: sweating. <laughs> well, shortly after that, that's when Aurum, or whatever his name is, yes. that's when he finds the TARDIS um, yeah. inside it, and that's when the TARDIS starts to grow, it's taken out, because it's outside the scope's compression field.
0: Yes, I love, I love it that he's got the little one, and then it cuts to the others, and it cuts back, and he's got a slightly bigger one on his hand, mm. and he rushes to put it down, it's like, okay, you did your best there.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, it's quite good, quite well done.
1: Yeah, but Vorg is stressed out because he thinks yes. the Tellurians might get out. Yeah, he, he, he thinks his, his, uh,
0: his little uh, carnival of monsters will be, they'll escape.
1: Yeah. well, they, I don't know
0: whether he's worried because he's going to lose his livelihood or whether he's worried that, are they likely to want to do him, once they realise they're in this, are they likely to want to do him in?
1: Well, at the moment, I mean, yeah, the doctor and Joe are trying to find a way out, but they find yeah. their way through a door, and they find themselves in a cave. And when they what, come out the cave,
0: what do you think that door is?
1: I don't know. Is what it unused? It, is it? But it, it's it's their size. Yeah. Right. But, so, but, who installed so in, the door, and what is exactly, its purpose? Yeah.
0: So it's hidden away in a cave. Yep. What? what What are they bringing in and out there? And who... Because the only reason it's handy is because the Doctor and out has shrunk. Yes. So for Vorg and Schirner and anyone else using the scope, this is... It's almost like a screw hole. It would have made more sense, actually, if, if it had been a giant screw head and the
1: Doctor unscrews it. And then crawls through that. Yeah, but line. no, it's clearly a door. Presumably a door, there yeah, are other hinged. doors. Yeah, so you, yeah. you you could open another door and end up on that clanger's moon that the Ogrom yeah. was on. Yeah, you could could well or do. Go and see it? a Cyberman. Yeah. Hmm.
0: You'd think the Cybermen would
1: have worked this
0: out, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. They're not
1: idiots. No. Well they come out of this cave, don't they? And they're on Tillingham yes. Marshes, um yeah. in Lovely Essex. March, yeah. mm. Oh, is yeah. it in Essex,
0: isn't it? Or yeah, you, yeah. Have yeah. you been there?
1: No, I haven't, no. We should do a pilgrimage one day. Do you till reckon
0: it still exists as a an unbuilt-up area like that? I just imagine there's just like the entire horizon is flat. Not
1: much of uh, you know Essex gets developed because nobody wants to develop it. I don't think. Apologies to anyone listening who might be <laughs> from Essex there, but it's also a um, a quarry in Essex as well. Oh, um, so see, that's the ideal who location
0: then—a quarry and, a, and marsh. a marsh
1: right next door to each other. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So yeah, and and what, while they're there, that's they set off a little alarm on the miniscope. Um, it's circuit five has set up, off an alarm on the scope, and that yeah. we find out is the Drashig um, environment. Yes,
0: yeah, that, it's it's the, the, the. He's he's quite worried, isn't he, about the Drashigs um,
1: getting out? Yeah, well, he's been building them up, hasn't yeah. he? You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's been
0: he's been playing to the audience to say these are terrifying, these are gonna scare your pants off.
1: I think this might be the longest we've ever gone on one of these shows before we finally get yeah. to our adversary, but it is coming up, right? Um, but <coughs> the but the I love this. Vorg says that once a drashig gets a scent, yeah. it never gives up, and that's when we see our first adversary This episode two ends with it rearing up the drashic rears up yeah. with its rubbish scream I've never liked the screams of the drashies
0: yeah I, I'm not I'm not I, I quite like the the one that moves you know the, the the rod puppet version but I don't like the one that pops up no because it 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 looks like it a toilet brush or something it's, it's too straight there's no there's no movement in it um what I don't understand is, yeah, he says um, he says that once they once they lock onto one of their
1: prey. Yeah we go. Go on. They, they,
0: but what are they eating?
1: Yes. What, are they... <laughs> what 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 prey do you find yeah. on the Tillingham Marsh? You know, <laughs> well, to, to to feed something that big? Other eggs? Yeah.
0: No, no. They well, they don't seem to they don't seem to eat each other.
1: Shearn two, says yeah. they've got about twenty, yeah. doesn't she? They've got a colony if, of them.
0: Yeah, if they eat each other, then within a couple of weeks your stock's gone in it because they would because if they never give up they're they guaranteed to eat each other mm. it, yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense
1: hmm all
0: right so well, it would have been better is if if that had gone with until you turn on the 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 the, the environment you're looking at They're in suspended animation.
1: Oh, they're just in stasis or something. Yeah,
0: and then when you switch that circuit on, they come up. That would have made more sense.
1: Mm. But he rears up. He's sort of like, you know, the old crate dragon in The Mandalorian just recently. He rears up. And it's, yeah. it's good that they've used high speed photography. They know how to do yeah. that.
0: No, it, it looks it looks really good, it's nicely filmed.
1: Yeah, but, but mm. fatally they've used water, and that's a big yeah. no-no, because what you get then is giant water droplets exactly falling right. off it's, of it in slow motion. It's the
0: stingray problem all over again, isn't mm.
1: it? Now we're going to give a design rating for the adversary yes. later, but right here, what do you think of the look of the Drashik? Uh, I, I thought
0: they were right. I enjoyed them. Um, and laughed at. Them. She didn't think they were very uh, scary. But I remember this was the bit I liked when I watched it in 1981. I enjoyed the drasics. Um, so yeah, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I quite like them. I like I like them, and I you know especially if, again on the DVD there's a thing about the special effects, and you see them up close, you know, on proper film rather than videotape or anything like that. And they've done a very good job on the paint job. You know, the paint job's yeah. very good. I like all the wiry hairs that it's got on it and stuff like that. The thing that I'm always surprised about is because you never really clearly see it in the programme the way it's filmed, is those bumps on the top of his head are all meant to be eyeballs, aren't yeah. they? Yeah.
0: I, until I got the toy version, um, I didn't realise it had multiple eyes. Yeah, it's, it's got like six, six eyes, eyes, isn't yeah.
1: it? But they're all red. If they had yeah. been like white eyes with little pinprick dots for a you know a pupil, it would have looked better.
0: Or even no eyes. So I mean, I don't know what they why they need six eyes in where they are because there's not a lot to see, is there?
1: No. But even though it's got all those eyes, you know, it rears up, it can't see the doctor and Joe. <laughs> no. And it thunders past.
0: Well, perhaps evolutionary, that's 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 why it didn't really take off much. It's got six eyes, but it's short sighted in all of <laughs> them.
1: But it's got great sense of smell. But the reason yeah, it doesn't yeah. smell them and they're right next to him is the doctor says it's following their outward trail.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm not entirely sure that's how animals work. I think if presented with prey in front of it, it's not going to go, nope, I've got to go a long way around. <laughs> It's going to attack you, isn't it? Yeah, yes. It's a bit, bit tenuous, that doctor. I'm not sure I believe you on that one.
1: If a cat, a very hungry cat, was next to a mouse, and it can smell the mouse, but it also can smell the trail of the mouse. Yeah, the, the, the it's going done, to eat the mouse. It's going to it eat the follow mouse. the trail
0: afterwards. No, it's, it's not, it not going to doesn't. follow it all the it's, way
1: round, is it? No,
0: but it's, it's going to eat what's in front of it. Perhaps they are. Because he mentions that their brains are so small that he can't, he can't use the, the controls on them. Um, so perhaps they are just incredibly stupid animals
1: Hmm. and I'm guessing his like emotion <laughs> thing can't can't uh, you know affect them because no. the easiest way out was to just to calm them down and make them placid yeah, exactly, when they become yeah. a threat mm. um,
0: and it also it makes you wonder so like on the ship they're just repeating the same bit over and over again, but the Drashiks presumably aren't
1: no no, I think they're, they are, and I think the cyberman not. is and I think the Ogron is yeah they're just in a time loop in each little environment. Mm-hmm. If they had stayed, yeah. stayed on the marshes long enough, that Drashik would have gone back under the ground yeah, and come back yeah. up again or something.
0: So they could have escaped that way.
1: They could, could have done, yeah. 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 And outside the scope, we find out a bit more about them. Um, yeah, as I say, Schoen says there's about 20 in there and that they originally came from one of Grundle's satellites. Yeah. So I'm presuming that means a moon. It's not a satellite man-made. It comes no, from I, a moon. I presume they
0: mean a moon.
1: Yeah, and a battle thruster landed there many years ago. Didn't return, and when the scout ship goes back, they'd eaten it. The drashigs yeah. had eaten the spaceship because they will eat absolutely anything. <laughs>
0: I, wonder how, um, I wonder how. the original owner of the scope got hold of them. If they're that dangerous, and you can't trap them. You can't. How did they? How did they get hold of them?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Shrink them
0: first, perhaps.
1: Mm. Um, two more. Just appear out of nowhere. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, Joe, unfortunately, gets stuck in the mud. Um, so the Doctor uses—he does his um, Sea Devils bit, doesn't he? He gets his yeah, he sonic does, screwdriver yeah. out to ignite the ma- marsh gas. Yeah, because on, on the way out,
0: before they meet him, they—the Doctor handily points out the marsh gas, doesn't he? Yes. You know, he's goes, look at that flammable marsh gas. Now, that, now handy later.
1: that must be a late addition to the script, because in the yeah. original script, he didn't do this. He didn't have the sonic screwdriver. He had pinched a very pistol off of the oh, Bernice, right. yeah. and he fires a flare into the mouth of one of them, which roars in agony. It, but... Yeah, and then the other two start eating it, and that's how they escape.
0: Yeah. So, you, oh, so that
1: would suggest they do eat each other then. Yeah. But so just, like, in, in the end, we've got the bit with the sonic <laughs> screwdriver and Borg's yeah. hand coming in yeah. and shooing them away. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And the scale's t- all
0: off again as well. Oh,
1: it, it, yeah, it's not. Well, the scale of the drash, Drashig keeps changing as well, yes, you know. That's true. Uh, you, you know, when it appears in the hold, it's like, how, are the bl- how big's that hold? But then you see it later when it's in the room where the TARDIS is and the miniscope, and it fits in there quite well, you know?
0: Yeah, let's not think about it.
1: No, <laughs> all right, let's go with it. Um, yeah, that, the Doctor and Joe, they go back to that little cave thing, and that's when the Doctor has figured out it out. They they are in a miniscope, yes. um, and we find out he had a great deal to do with the Time Lords banning them.
0: Yeah, I'm not again doesn't doesn't quite fit with what we know about time lords are that that it it suggests that that they're sort of the police officers of the world don't it? They're, again i suppose this fits very much with um robert holmes's version of the time lords in um, the two doctors doesn't
1: mm, it yep.
0: That there's a bigger universe that knows all about the time lords could I, I just imagine like the doctor trying to get a petition going, because it would have been presumably Hartnell, trying to get a petition going to, you know, to ban the use of miniscopes. Mm. Him with a placard outside of the, uh, the halls of Rassilon.
1: Mm. Well, I'm guessing, you know, all, all these miniscopes, they, they're like time scoops, aren't they? This is yes. why the Time Lords want them banned, because, you know, it's not that you're just taking living creatures and putting uh, them in this thing, you're yeah. scooping them out of time.
0: Yeah, so so is it the fact that the Time Lords wanted them banned not to protect the innocent, but uh, so that people don't start getting Time Lord technology? You know? Oh, it might be
1: that. Yeah, yeah. But we're in a different galaxy to the Time Lords, so presumably whoever first had that miniscope smuggled it out of our galaxy yeah. and arrived in this galaxy.
0: Yeah, they must. Have, yeah, when you think of it, they must have done. Yeah.
1: But because I, we, know the, we know the Earth
0: is in the same galaxy as the Time Lords. Yes, yeah. And this planet is not in the same galaxy as the Earth. So, yeah, by definition, mm. different I, galaxy to the Time Lords. I'd
1: also like to you know, know. how the Time Lords ban a miniscope. How do you enforce yeah. that?
0: Well, I don't know. Heavy fines? Because, like I say, they're not a police force, are they? They're not no. going to...
1: How do is, they is know Ebola where the miniscopes are?
0: are? I don't know. Is, is a bowler-hatted... Uh, Time Lord going to pop into existence and and tell you to stop using it. I mean, it, it, it actually, if if these scopes do use stolen Time Lord technology, the Time scope, that suddenly brings it all together and makes it more, more sort of sensible that the Time Lords would want to outlaw them and would presumably be able to detect
1: know, ripples
0: in the time. Stream, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, We big finish
1: if you want that as an idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're cheap. Yeah. yeah, very cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the Drashigs chase them into the inner workings. The Drashigs yes. are now in the inner workings. And they're that's not that something, big in here, are they? No, no, they're not. And Schoen has realised this. She's worked out yeah. what's going on. She's, she's far more intelligent than Vorg. Much more intelligent, yes. Yes. Um, and eventually the Doctor realises they've got to go down this bottomless shaft. And it's Joe who goes. Hang on, on the Bernice, there's tons of rope. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they've got to go back to the Bernice. Yeah, we we
0: we've, we've had a little bit of well, a fair bit of uh, padding so far in in repeating stuff, and you get the feeling that the, the the scripts must have been a bit light in the third episode because yeah, there's a lot of backwards and forwards thing,
1: isn't it? Yeah, and we do. We go back on the ship. Yeah. They're immediately caught. memsab Joe. That's a word I haven't heard for a very long time. Mem, yeah. mem, memsab Joe is caught. Um, and at that point, that's when the drashig bursts into the hold. And as I say, that's got to be a big hold to hold a, uh, a drashig. And it's just the most appalling CSO for this. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah they mm. say so you, you've sort of got to take... Early 70s, Doctor 2 CSO, with a large pinch of disbelievement, and it was never great, but this is not a particularly good sort of version of it.
1: No, no. Um, and we finally meet the captain. Uh, we see the captain. Yeah. Usually when you've got a captain of a ship, he has a bigger role than this. He's barely in it. It's all Andrews, isn't it?
0: Yeah, c- presumably, though, um, because the ship is... Time is, keeps resetting for it. Whatever he's doing on the bridge or wherever, he keeps repeating that as well.
1: Yeah, everybody on that ship is yeah. it's Groundhog Day for all of them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So one
0: one poor fellow is um, just emptying slot buckets, isn't he?
1: But when it so resets, life, yeah. yeah. But when it resets, does the ship go back to where it was? Does everything go back, or does the ship continue yeah, think, heading?
0: No, I think it must go back. I think time literally must reset. Because the doctor says about oh it's daylight again or whatever.
1: Oh yes, of so, course he does. So the
0: whole world must reset. I don't think they're I don't think they're linearly going forwards repeating. I think they've only experienced this once. Yes. And it resets.
1: Right. All right. Well the the Drashig bursts out of the hold, um, but is shot by the Major. I mean, for such fearsome evil creatures, they die pretty quickly, don't yeah. they? And easily.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't think a very small lump of lead hitting that creature would do much
1: <laughs> no no
0: lucky shot perhaps.
1: maybe and um, meanwhile the doctors climb to the bottom of that shaft and uh, I like this Claire girl she's starting to realize there's something wrong you yes. know um, she yeah the,
0: the ladies in this Joe Claire and um, sure yeah they're by far the most intelligent people in this programme.
1: Yes, yeah. And I like it. I like the way she's starting to realise there's something wrong. This is all deja vu. It's, you know, it's a bit of a Matrix moment starting to happen, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, episode three ends with the Doctor coming out at a completely different scale to the TARDIS when the TARDIS came out. Yeah, at the, the
0: scale, I mean, it, it's an absolute... Nightmare the scaryness
1: entirely, yeah, episode, isn't yeah, it? and uh, yeah, immediately he starts you know growing and, and becomes the same size as that. And um, you know, uh, everyone there they're, they're just astonished that the doctor isn't a creature because he says, yeah. I'm not a creature, you know, he's all he's calm but he's indignant, isn't he? The doctor, yeah,
0: he's, he's got that wonderful
1: John Pertry, uh, uh, sort of yeah, indignancy about him, mm. yeah.
0: But he, Again, I, he's, he's identical to them. I don't know why they, no. why are they think these people are creatures.
1: Yeah, and, and he recognises the miniscope then and there, yeah. and he calls it a miniscope, same as they do, you know. Um, but Vorg reckons the Doctor is from the Carnival world, um, by the look of him. And then he, now, do you say Polari or Polari? Because different people say it different ways. I would say
0: Polari.
1: Polari. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because it's,
0: yeah. it's Pali, isn't it? Yeah, this this was quite interesting. Um, so, so yeah, um, Vorg starts into the Polari sort of patter, and he's sort of he's, the, the doctor's indignant and like, What? And yeah. he goes, Oh, I'm looking at your clothes, and I thought you were one of us. Which You're is, a showman, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, but and it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's quite good, but then there's also, I think, there's a, a subtle secondary joke because. Uh, on the, there was a BBC uh, story about Polari, um on, on Radio Four the other Saturday, and basically, yeah, it was used by showmen. But the the major use for it was uh, in the gay subculture, mm-hmm. because obviously, it's you know they they wanted language because it was illegal. I mean, you'd still get you know sometimes sentence of death for it. Um, and I, I I wonder if there's a a subtle sort of dig at the. Because he sort of said, it, it's the way he said that Vorg says it, like looking up, pertwee up and down, and saying, the way you're dressed, I thought you were one of us. It, sort of it might it yeah. might well
1: be that, yeah. Yeah, I, I've got a bit of information about Polari in behind yeah. the scenes, but yeah, it, apparently it moved into the gay community because, yes. you know, from the yeah. theatre world, because it's big in the theatre world, yeah. and therefore a lot of people in the theatre world were gay, so it, it moves across like so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's
0: also evidently, I mean... It, 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 Big in the Navy, wasn't it? It was yep. seaman-like. To um, and Pertwee, of course, probably would have known. I imagine Pertwee probably can speak Polari Well,
1: we didn't mention it, but earlier, you know, when, when episode one, episode two, he's talking to Joe, and it's like roll up, roll up, see da 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 da, yeah. and and that's proper, you know, you know, theatre, yes, you know, performance from Jean Pertwee. That was the world he was in before he became a serious yeah. actor. You know
0: exactly yeah that was that was his life wasn't
1: it yeah yeah but he's pissed off the doctor is so pissed off yes. that the livestock because vorg makes the mistake of talking about you know the inhabitants of the miniscope as livestock you know yeah. <laughs> he's not yeah, a happy bunny
0: this is yeah you, you can only really imagine a couple of doctors doing this can't we Pertwee, possibly baker tom baker yeah getting this indignant about mm. About uh, perceived injustice. It's yeah. just lovely. I like it. I, I, I love John too. He's so good.
1: Mm. Meanwhile, the Drashigs are pushing at yeah. one of the plates on the base of the scope, and that's when old Michael Wisher notices it, and that's when yes. he's coming up with his plot that if we can get the Drashigs yeah. out, you know, this is this is all going to be the president's fault, and yeah, we'll we, drop him right in it.
0: Because we, we've been we've been lulled in by all this good Drashig stuff and all the scopes and that. And we've been like, we've forgotten a bit about the uh, the boring grey men, haven't we? Well, I'm I mean, not they, surprised. They a, <laughs> no. Yeah, they come back with a vengeance.
1: There's the some good lines story. in in their scenes between the three yeah. grey people, but they are grey people, you know. That I'm not yes. interested in this subplot.
0: Yeah, it, I, I think they because they're grey politicians. I think they've gone a bit too far in the. Therefore, they're grey, and therefore they. Yeah. 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 They're they're a bit dull.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but he's come up with this plot. They're going to, you know, yeah. let a drashig out. And um, meanwhile, the Doctor is hooking the, the scope up to the TARDIS so he can go back into the scope. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, basically, um, um, Michael Wish... Is it Calic? Kallik? I can't Calic. remember. Yeah. yeah. He opens the hatch, doesn't he? He sneaks yes. down. He pointedly gives his gun to uh, Aurum... Yeah, cause um,
0: he, he knows it's not going to work, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, and uh, out the Drashic uh, comes. Yeah. Um, and again, terrible CSO. Yeah,
0: um, there is um, on the behind the scenes. There's shots of him doing these scenes, aren't there? And it's it's not not no. great. Because the um, all the CSO work in the studio was done. This sounds weird, but it's it's done live in camera. Isn't yes, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
1: On the DVD, you see it all happening, yeah, don't you? They're,
0: they're, they're puppeting these things just off of set with one camera pointing at them, and then the other camera's video in, or you know, is video in the uh, the action, and then they're live mixing it. Yeah, um, and sometimes it works well. Like in The Three Doctors with the, the stuff going down the sink and that's really nicely done. And sometimes it doesn't work very well. And this is a case where it's like... Ooh, it's not yeah. good.
1: It's not good. No. This Drashig who's, you know, you know, thrashing around in that room, um, no, it's not good. He gets shot and immediately killed, yet again, one yeah. shot from Vorg. Um, they are,
0: they're considering they're the most dangerous predator in uh, known galaxies they're useless aren't
1: they it's not exactly the alien on the Nostromo no, is no. it you know it would have
0: been it would have been the same if you know when Dallas goes into the air ducts when the alien go, does his uh, hug motion yeah Dallas just punches him in the
1: face and kills him. yeah the <laughs> it end. wouldn't have been the
0: same yeah film,
1: no it? not at all we also we don't see it's edited very uh, strangely yeah. but you don't see that Michael Wisher dies at that point he's actually no, killed want- by a drashig
0: yeah, I seem to. I, I think I'm making up. They men, Don't they mention that episode four was a complete car crash? Mm hmm. Um, either when they're filming it or. It, there's something went wrong with it, isn't it? I can't remember
1: well, what it they Well, they, they did yeah. puppeteer a Drashig with a little yeah. mini Michael Wisher yes, in his right, mouth, yeah. Yeah. but Barry Letts wasn't happy with that, so uh, so they cut that out. So it's it's not clear that that's the end of him. No. No. Um, and did I say the second one comes out and he's immediately shot as well? Yeah. So you know your big threats have got rid of really quite quickly, um, and that's but when. I Vorg mean, the good
0: news is the uh, the functionaries have got meat on the menu for a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, there it? is
1: that. Yeah, um, Vorg pulls that other uh, motorbike. You know, hand grip. um, yes. Phase two. So all the inhabitants return to where they come from. They go back yeah. to their own time zones.
0: Which, again, if we posit that this is actually a Time Lord time scoop, like, you know, from the Death Zone, been stolen, that makes sense. But if it's not, by God, that's an overly developed bit of kit.
1: It certainly is.
0: What, what's, you know, sensibly a, a what the butler saw machine.
1: Yeah. But the Doctor and Joe, they, they're not sent back anywhere. They come yeah. out for some reason. They just re-emerge, don't they?
0: Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not. I, again, I suppose it's because the Doctor and the Tardis are, are, are outside time, aren't
1: they? Yeah, I guess I so. Suppose. Yeah, and yeah, we go back to the ship, and you know, time has moved on. It, it's all yeah. started again. The Major finally no, finishes his book, and he goes to bed.
0: Yeah, they don't remember any of it. So, no. had the Doctor and Joe been sent back, would they have remembered any
1: of it? No, I don't know. Again, Probably. we mustn't think about this no, too much. It's true. But I do like how that Claire girl. You know, she. It finishes her with half remembering it, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. Um, and then we've got the, you know, we're almost at the end and you've got, you know, Vogue doing his, you know, uh, the shell game yeah. uh, um, with um, Packer. He's definitely still
0: trying to make a buck or two.
1: Yeah. Now, in that 1981 repeat, that whole scene was cut out. Because when Barry Letts rewatched it prior it to being transmitted, he was so appalled by Packer's bald cap, how apparent it was, he actually ordered that to be cut out of the transmission. Yeah. So that whole scene is gone in in the 81 repeat.
0: That's weird, isn't it? You wouldn't have thought someone would have had that power then.
1: I guess, I I mean, we, we keep talking about it, about, you know, by 81, you know, TVs were bigger than all yeah, now in color. True. You know, TV reception was a lot better than it was back in '73, and Definitely, maybe Barry, yeah. it's, he's like, well, we could have got away with it then. I yeah. don't think we can get away with it now. You know? Yeah,
0: I didn't, I didn't realize it
1: had been edited. Yeah, no, it was actually edited for a crap effect, <laughs> <You know? laughs> being a bald cap and not the CSO. They are, right.
0: they are awful.
1: Though. They are terrible. That's, I hadn't even thought about that. Why don't, don't you have the bald cap come down to the eyebrows? Yeah.
0: So would. It, I mean, it's there, it's, it's glaringly obvious for you, but they didn't, they just have it halfway, I mean, they, they don't even have it in the hairline, which would have no. even been slightly better, yep, Shoo, straight across the forehead.
1: I'd tell you something else you could have done, and it would have cost you no money whatsoever, cling on them up, right, just, just dapple some yeah. latex on the bald yeah. cap before you apply the green paint, so, you know, it's not really the top of their yeah, heads, they've give, got some give sort them of crest. Some lumps, yeah. yeah, give them some or lumps, what? some Rice Krispies.
0: It's a cheaper one. Give him a hat.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 That's it a point. Why didn't they just wear a hat? Yeah. Exactly. I yeah, just
0: wear a hat or a helmet. That would have been better. I don't know.
1: Yeah. No. That they. I mean. Yeah. The production design on this story does. Yeah. You, you know, let things down because, as yeah. you say, the dialogue's really good. There's some really funny scenes. You know.
0: Mm. Yeah. The, the 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 script is really really good. It's a good story. Um, I know we've just been ripping it apart but it's actually it hangs together really well it's the the dialogue sparkling yeah this is definitely a, a let down by
1: the budget yeah type well we ripped situation. it apart but that doesn't mean that we didn't enjoy it no 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 I yeah. enjoyed it mm. yeah. I,
0: I think fans quite like this one as well don't it? it always gets quite high yeah.
1: well listener if you're if if you if you're a fan of this let us know on Facebook yeah
0: you know? or if you hate it let us know
1: yeah if you can't stand you know um, yeah the aliens, um, yeah, let us know. But talking about the Drashig, though,
0: um,
1: yes. Drashig, then, um, let's do our little um, ratings. Uh, what do you think of the Drashig's design first, its visual appearance?
0: Uh, I, I like it. I think it's a it's a good, solid design. Like you say, the eyes are a bit weird, but I never really noticed them, so perhaps, perhaps they, you know, that should knock it down a little bit. But no, I, I quite like it. I'm going to give it a... A fairly respectable
1: six and a half. Ooh, I, I gave it seven and a half. Oh, that's so th- a bad. They got to add that one up. We'll yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So thank you. I don't. I don't have to get the calculator out for that. So he gets a seven for his design. But how effective was he, though? I, I think the actual the puppetry in that is quite effective, but the
0: CSO just lets it lets it down anytime they try and do a big monster but i do like some of the puppy. i don't like that toilet brush one you know that pops up oh, mm-hmm. and just moves his head but i do like the one that moves like a because it sort of moves like a almost like a caterpillary thing doesn't it or yes like a, a cartoon snake um i'm gonna give i'm gonna give it a a six because it is let down by cso but not too bad
1: okay well yeah i i'm I, I I like the puppeteering and I like the way yeah. they went to the trouble of um, you know doing high-speed photography yes on it but yeah the CSO really really lets it down um, shocking, right? so so I found that it knocked it down to a four for me oh, all right? right so that's a five it gets okay uh, as uh, for, for an average is a five right so that is a average of a six yeah. His adversary that's rating is a six. just slightly above average. I think yeah, that sums him up really. Okay. okay, so he's a six. He—it's he, got to be a big um, uh, um, caravan for um, these, hasn't right. it?
0: Well, it depends whether it's. Um, well, I suppose even in the miniscope, it's quite big.
1: Because
0: mm. if if it's if it's the size it is in the miniscope, you
1: can keep it in the caravan sink. You? Oh yes. And that didn't even occur to me all right well that may oh, I've, I've lost my piece of paper Where, where's it gone that's design that's there we are uh, oh there we are sorry <laughs> I lost all my pieces of paper then yes um, does share a caravan whatever size caravan oh. it's got they've got to share it with with one other inhabitant right oh,
0: not a big monster here
1: no it's Chasini oh now I, think, I, I, I she, reckon she'd
0: probably
1: like she yeah but the trouble is I reckon Chassini's smells and, and you know smells of <laughs> perfume and oh. like meat yeah um, I so,
0: think yeah, she, I think they would eat her to be fair yes
1: I don't think she would last very long <laughs> no spit the wig out afterwards spit the wig out <laughs> spit the wig out and on one of uh, and Chassini's wig lands on the head or one of the eyeballs <laughs> yeah. of one of the other drashigs and it goes around yeah. uh, sporting Chassini's wig for the rest of time that's an image isn't it? yes um so right behind the scenes right. uh the working title for um there were two working titles for this story um out of the labyrinth and it was Pe- a oh no it's that
0: tv show into it's the, the pa-
1: pa- pamela salem yeah. thing yeah
0: to
1: like that yeah, yeah 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 and uh peep show peep show well that's a well, tv show I, that's as well. a tv <laughs> show as well now. nothing
0: to, peep show sort of fits but I quite like Carnival of Monsters because it's... um you're not sure in episode one you're not sure what the situation is i think it had been called peep show although to be fair in the 70s a peep show had a different connotation very
1: much so yes so
0: perhaps perhaps that's why they didn't do right?
1: i know when i used to go up to london when i was skype yeah, off college oh, and go cinema, around soho yeah. yes that, that it was full of peep shows oh, well, yes.
0: our, our, the cinema i worked at our head office was in soho square
1: yeah so was ours granada house it, was there yeah. as well you well. know
0: they, you, you always used to be in that area, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, you used to you used to go up there and uh, go and pick up film rolls and that from it. And yeah, you, it was a, it was such a seedy. It was a, a terribly that. seedy place.
1: Yeah. A, a smaller side before we carry on with behind the scenes. But I used to go up there. I used to skive off on Fridays because that was always maths, and I used to go up into Soho because there a lot of the you know the dodgy shops, right, um, with their cliche guy in there. Rain Max inside yeah. and everything right they all had at the back of the shop old comics and old science fiction paperbacks right oh, because right. yeah to get a license to open that the shop they uh-huh. had to sell books because they would get a license as a bookshop right. so they had to sell books and I don't know how I cottoned onto to this but if you went to the back of these rather seedy shops there would be boxes of old DC Comics and, you know, Harry Harrison paperbacks. So, yeah, I wasn't interested in the stuff on the shelves. I wanted a little box of uh, books at the back.
0: So the sex worker industry benefited you?
1: I in did contribute comics, in, right? in a small way. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. That's fair
0: enough. And as, when the police raided, that's what you told them. You were yeah. doing, I'm looking at the comics.
1: And I stuck to that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. All right. So um, this subplot that we don't find very interesting, the, yes. the, the political one, was a late edition by Robert Holmes, who was asked to add it by Terence Dix. Okay. What the hell
0: was it before then? Because it could have been just the ship stuff, sure. No,
1: he said, the bit on that planet, he said, if you don't have that, the only threat facing Vorg and Schörner is their penalty for breaking the planet's importation.
0: Oh, okay. So they Poises. were in it.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, the rest of it wasn't. So, they, they yeah, yeah they, 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 wow. there was nothing interesting how, going on.
0: I wonder how quickly you had to turn that out.
1: Could I don't know. Dialogue, I? Yeah, but even so, they, they've got some nice dialogue, you know, the three yeah, grey the guys. Is yeah, yeah. Um, the Drashigs are called Drashigs because it's an anagram of dish rag. Yeah, wasn't that
0: something to do with the on set or, or when they were rehearsing or something? They used a dish, I want to say they used they a, used dish a white or? dish rag yeah. on a
1: pole to give eye line for yeah. where the Drashig would be. Yes, yeah. Now, um, Shern was, as you say, played by Cheryl Hall, and yeah. Claire was played by Jenny McCracken. Oh. And both of them went up for the role of Joe Grant. Really? Yeah, they were both on the uh, final shortlist of six. I, I think it would
0: have been quite good to see uh, Cheryl Hall as Joe Grant. I think that would have been, she would have worked quite well. She's a good actress. Yeah,
1: I don't know about Jenny McCracken, though. Mm. She's a bit serious, isn't she? Yeah. Mm. I suppose
0: it would have been a different... Deal. I could see her playing uh, Elizabeth Shaw.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. A much more serious character. Because it has to be said in this story, um, some of uh, Katie Merlin's line deliveries are not...
1: No. Not They're not the her best. best, are they? No. no,
0: this isn't her best work.
1: No. Um, in the script, Sherna is described as a very pretty girloid... A girloid? Yes. Yeah, so, so girl yeah, this, the, the, this creature with daily boppers sounds like,
0: boppers, that sounds like um, something for indigestion.
1: Yeah, you know, she's a girloid, apparently. Yes. Take a girloid. <laughs> and uh, John Pertwee recommended, um, you know, Tennell Evans for the role of Major yeah. Daly. Um, oh, that's actor. I like Yeah, and it was his thanks because it was it was Tennell who had actually um, urged John Pertwee to go up for the role of the Doctor. Oh, right. was it, yes. I think,
0: in, in one of those interminable um at some point, every actor in Britain has has gone up for the doctor. I'm sure Tennie Elevens went up for
1: one of them at, at, one at point, some point. One oh, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Now, this SS Bernice, right, yes. this real ship that they filmed on, um, yeah. this it was is the, the one
0: that, that John Pertwee absolutely ransacked and stole bits. He thought right everything, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, he thought it was, I mean, it was, it was on its way to be. Yeah. Uh, be scrapped so he helped himself to the compass and stuff like that until it was pointed out to him that uh no um yeah yeah (laughs) we've
0: got to account for all this crap
1: (laughs) now um yeah the the real ship was the rfa robert dundas and it was knackered and it's a a royal frigate something i think yeah it was a frigate okay and it didn't look that bad (laughs) (laughs) no very good um, it's another case of... Uh, I've, I've been near a, sh- a filming location of oh, 2 it without, without even knowing. No, not the ship, but no. where they did it, right? Because the last cinema I ever worked in um, as a projectionist was at Chatham, at Chatham yeah. Dockyard, the Odeon at Chatham Dockyard, right? And... Um, because you know back in the uh, late 80s a large section of Chatham dockyard was you know given back to the council because it wasn't needed anymore and that's where they built you know like a an outlet center and and flats and you know yeah. the the Odeon cinema there and it's amazing if you go there i mean the berths are still there it's, i mean it's all still you know on the, on the side of the river and the berths where they built the nuclear submarines are still there you know and now mm-hmm. they've built like um tower blocks on each one but no um this is where they did the first bit of filming on the ship was at Chatham in the dockyard and then they sailed up the river medway to sheerness and that that's why all the um times where you actually see that they're that they're outside of the ship you'll see the cameras either down very low pointing up at the sky or up very high pointing down so you can see the water but at no time do you see uh, sideways because you would see the medway towns f-
0: yeah and to be fair they do a really good job of it because it at no point do you do you think that's just moored up somewhere do you? It no you do
1: like see water from time somewhere. to time you see yeah. the water moving it was moving yeah. you know it, it took a couple of hours to go up there and then when they reached sheerness uh, they finished off the filming. The The ship, as I say, was uh, uh, just about to be scrapped, and it, yeah. it had no power of its own. It was pulled up the Medway by a tug. And then afterwards, it went off to Essex, where it was, like, cut up. Um, but, yeah, if you'd gone either side, you would have seen the Medway towns, um, which you don't really want to see. I know the Medway towns. No. Again, apologies to anyone from the Medway towns. Um, oh, this
0: is the episode to insult people.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Now, the inside of the miniscope... Okay, you know, we were saying about, yeah, they spent all the money on the ship and in the ship and then the money had run out. Um, Some of the internal workings of the miniscope were um, sections from Omega's uh, palace from the three doctors. Um, And there were also some like plastic angle cut plastic tubes that you see in there. That's from the uh, Time Lords control room.
0: Ah, so that's good, reusing it. Yeah, because there are some of those, like, orange hemispheres out there
1: on yeah. right the walls. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and apparently there's part of a, a Scrap Top of the Pops set was bunged in there as well. Mm.
0: <laughs> in, in one of the scenes, you can just see the legs of one of Pan's people trapped <laughs>
1: underneath. <laughs> but thankfully no Jimmy Savile. No. no, <laughs> no. Um, The Ogron and the Cybermen... Uh, yeah. Scene uh, were, were played by Rick Lester and Terence Denville. Uh, Who? Why do I
0: know Rick Lester? I Ooh. don't know,
1: but he he he, he was uncredited. Yeah. Both of them were uncredited on screen and in the Radio Times, and they weren't flashbacks from from other uh, things. No, they, no, were no, they were specially filmed for the uh, is, for the which thing. Which
0: is weird. You'd think they. I, well, I suppose there's probably rights issues and that. But you thought they would have just shown some clips.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cybermen, yeah. But, you know, I mean, that 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 was an invasion Cyberman helmet that they dug out of storage. Yes. But yeah. Why didn't they screw the back of the helmet shut? That's what I don't understand.
0: Perhaps it literally was. They had a couple of minutes to film
1: it or
0: something. Mm, yeah. bit of tape on it. Yeah. Something, you know, something. I think it's just... It's probably a level of of not caring in it on that sort of thing.
1: Mm.
0: I don't
1: know. All right, so... Polary or parlay or parlary as some people call it yes um it's a I'll I'll read the quote of the description for you. It says it's a form of slang used in Britain by some actors, circus and fairground showmen, professional wrestlers, merchant navy sailors, criminals, sex workers and the gay subculture. There is some debate. Basically,
0: that's the population of Soho. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. I would have heard a lot of that then as I was walking around. Um, there is some debate about its origins, but it can be traced yep. back to at least the nineteenth century and possibly as far as the sixteenth century. There is a long standing connection with Punch and Judy Street puppet performers who traditionally use Polari to converse. Mm-hmm. Now I know I know Polari before I even knew what Polari was from um, Hugh Paddock and Kenneth Williams. As Julian oh, and yes, Sandy to, yeah, in yeah, Round the Horn, all yeah. boner <laughs> all the <Yeah>.
0: time. <laughs> well, quite a few words have, have sort of come across into the normal language, haven't they, from Polari, like slap. Yes. Meaning makeup and uh, cottage in is a Polari.
1: Yes. Word. Well, I've got but the yeah, trends.
0: Yeah, they used to put it into episodes and try and get as much as much rudeness in, didn't they? That no one would notice. Yeah. Unless you're in the know, yes, yes, yes,
1: yeah. Um, And uh, I've got the translation of what Vorg actually says to the doctor. So when he says parlay the carne, he means do you talk the carnival language, right? Right? Varda the bona pallone means look at the good-looking young girl.
0: That's what it does, you bona.
1: Yeah, bona. I, I can just hear Kenneth Williams saying it. Yeah, yeah. And then, niente denari here, you Jules, means no money to be made here, you know.
0: Denari, money,
1: Yeah. See, another word that's gone over, yeah. Yeah, see, denari. Well, mm-hmm. it's Italian, yeah, yeah, you know, it's from the Italian parlay to talk. So, denari yeah. is Italian, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, it's, it's, it's sort of like, yeah, it's a mixture of all, lots of different languages,
1: isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, Regarding the Drashigs themselves and the special effects this time, um, I've got a quote from Peter Logan, okay? And he says, The Drashig models were worn like a glove puppet that covered the whole forearm. We operated them on miniature sets and against yellow colour separation overlay in the main studio. I also remember that two metal handguns were made for this show, and that they had to be sent away to be chrome plated, a very expensive process.
0: Why bother then?
1: Yeah, put your money you, somewhere else. You barely see them yeah. either. You barely, barely see them. Yeah.
0: pound Poundland spray paint. you could
1: have just done well, it. Yeah, you know that's what they usually did. Yeah. Um, and then Dave.
0: Were they, fo- were they foxes, or was it the maggots that were foxes?
1: Oh, I'm coming up to that, right? Yeah. Dave ha- Havard, right? His quote says, I didn't work on this story, but I recall John Horton making the nose cone of the cargo spaceship from a plastic salt cellar. These were available from any supermarket. John then added some plastic probes to the tip of the model, and the audience would have been none the wiser as to the material used in its construction.
0: Have you ever thought of making one? Finding that salt cellar? I need, I, need I need
1: better reference photos. Yeah, I'd like to have hard clearer hard, reference though. photos. Um, And then the last uh, quote I've got is from Colin Mapson, um, and he says, I think this was my first studio recording for the Doctor Who program. John Horton was the designer, and I got allocated to be one of his assistants. I made the bodies of the Jurassic Monsters from flexible hose ducting, which joined onto the moulded latex heads. The teeth and jaw bones of the creatures were real, extracted from dead terrier dogs, oh, which had been put down clothes. at a local dog's home. Yeah, oh, these were imagine, terrier dogs.
0: Can you imagine going along to the dog centre? Do, uh, <laughs> do, uh, do, you, do you put your animals down? Oh, we have to sometimes, yes. Oh. Can we you have right? some?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm guessing they oh, would have had to have boiled life. them or bleached them oh, or well, done yeah, something to yeah. them first. Hmm. You
0: wouldn't get away with it now, would you? You'd have to... You'd have to like cast off them, you wouldn't?
1: He? I mean, yeah, I don't know. So, yes.
0: some so literally, some poor old lady might have been watching this and watching her little Fifi,
1: watching Fifi, that had
0: died, Fifi on a television
1: program. Well, there's three of them, yeah. there's three oh, dead no. dogs on show. If, there.
0: Uh, if you recognize one of them as your
1: dog, <laughs> let us know. Check the dental records, yeah. yeah. Um, in, um, in other, you know, literature and other expanded universe things...
0: They've branched out
1: in quite a few books, the drashigs. Again, right. too much to talk about here, um, but just a few things to mention. The drashigs that we actually see in this story, is that type of drashig is called the wetland drashig. <laughs>
0: there's different species now, is there?
1: Yeah, there's three different... I've yep. got here. The wetland drashig, I guess because we see him in a, in a marsh, right? It
0: smells like wet dog, wet terrier, yeah.
1: Yep. Then we've got the albino burrowing drashig. What? Okay. All right.
0: Did they live on a rackis or something?
1: I don't know. The, this is from an audio book called Planet of the Drashigs, all right? Okay. Uh, and then we've got the emerald drashig. Oh, Right. green. Well,
0: these were green,
1: as well. Oh, they had a green. Yes, they're greenish. Um, the emerald drashigs were... Um, the smallest and deadliest of the species, that hunted in packs of five, and had a leader designated the alpha, which bore a white mark to distinguish it. No. Hmm. Um, I think someone's got too much time on there. Yes. Well, I tell you, we haven't mentioned, have we? That you know, in um, Frontier in Space, we find out the drashig oh, yes, is yeah. is uh, Joe Grant's. Uh, yeah,
0: biggest
1: fear. Biggest fear. Yeah. yes.
0: Was, was, it, was that, presumably, would have been in front of this place. That was just um, uh, stock footage. They did.
1: Yeah. No. It was. It was, it was from this. Yeah. yeah. Um, in a book called Goth Opera. Okay. Oh, I think I've read that one. That's
0: the, is that the vampire
1: one? Well, I don't know, but it says um, there's a drashig in a different miniscope owned by Sabalon Glitz. Oh,
0: right. He does seem the sort that would uh, would own
1: one. Yeah. And then finally, in the book called *The Eight Doctors*, it says to kill the Eighth Doctor, Ryoth used a time scoop to bring a Drashig to the Eye of Orion. He chose it as he deemed Drashigs oh, invulnerable. Is this ringing a bell?
0: No, but it's just the fan wankery. Oh, all right, the- I'll the wait eye for of this.
1: Oh, right, no, 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 I haven't finished. Oh.
0: God.
1: On with the fan wankery. The 5th and 8th Doctors built a temporal reverse feedback field that sent the Drashik to Ryoloth's location where it ate him and the time scoop. The Drashik was transmitted to the death zone where it was hoped it would kill the other horrors there.
0: Oh, dear. Hmm. That's that's the the late 80s, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yep, yep. So that's it. That's Drashik's um, Drashik's, over and done with.
0: enjoyable little...
1: uh, it was good. The it was good to go to that, it, wasn't yeah. it? It was very colourful, isn't it? You know, I mean, oh, it's la- incredibly colourful. Last yeah. week we had Tomb of the Cybermen, black and white, yeah. and that story suited the black and white. And here we've yes. got Carnival of Monsters. It's a carnival. It's bright lights. You know, it's bright colours.
0: It, I wonder if it would look better in black and white. The planetary stuff. Should oh. I have to try it? I might have to put it on tomorrow and just to yeah, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Might make the uh, the, the grey people look a bit better.
1: It might do, it might yeah. do. But Vogue would become very boring. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, this is, this is, if you want, if you want, probably, I think it was a good choice for the five faces because if you want, if you want something that sort of sums up Pertwee's Who quite well, this is it, isn't
1: it? Mm. Oh, yeah. And he's he's on good form. Joe's on good good yeah. form, he's great with the uh the guest actors, you know, he's yeah. he's really you good can tell with he's Casey enjoying Manning. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: the cast here oh, are yeah. really yeah. loving this. Yeah. I mean, poetry you know, he gets to uh, muck about on a boat, he gets to Have a boxing you know, match. Have a box of, yeah, you can just <laughs> see him relishing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because later on, you, there's some stories
1: later on where you can see, especially Season 11, where you can see his thoughts, yeah. he wants to go. No, this is a nice slice yeah, of um, you know, yeah. early 70s who. Yeah, excellent. All right, well, we're going to 1974 plus next, aren't yes. we? Because we're talking Fourth, fourth doctor. doctor. And it's so, your choice. And there yeah. is a chance with the Fourth Doctor, I think there's about you a 75% ch- oh, chance see. I've got it. But there now, is also a percentage that I might not have it.
0: Okay. Um so let me drop you a, a couple of hints and see so if right. you get yeah. it. So so this is this is a this is an adversary that is much mentioned but little seen.
1: Much mentioned. Yeah, much little, mentioned
0: in the show's history, but very little seen.
1: But very little seen the yeah, what, 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 we don't what what see it very often is it the invisible enemy
0: no, no? Oh, that's a that's oh. a brilliant
1: guess yeah no, i'm thinking no, of what? something that's invisible yeah. is it literally invisible
0: no it's uh, is it's it something from disguised. the time lord
1: past
0: no no, no. often um, disguised it's often it often disguises itself um it's, it's weirdly described as a, a lick and throp in the show.
1: Is it, is um, it from the uh,
0: Key to Time stories? No, it's not, no. It's um, it's Ooh. quite a vertical story. A vertical? Quite a vertical up and down oh. story.
1: Oh, are we talking Scaroth of Jaggeroth? No, no. I'm, I'm thinking I'm of the see. Eiffel Tower then. You're saying the ah, vertical right. and it's like yeah. through time, Scaroth. Perhaps i terrible, terrible, uh, terrible thing.
0: Um, do you want me to tell
1: you? No, give me one more
0: one more okay um if I give you too big a hint it would shine a bright light onto this story
1: shine a bright light I'm being very dim here if or I, not
0: if I shout if I shout it out it'll be like a foghorn.
1: Oh, horror fang rock! Yay! We're talking about rootons. Yeah. <laughs> Blimey, I finally got it. <laughs> it
0: makes me think that a lot of the stories had similar aspects. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we much mentioned. Them, but, yes, yeah,
1: we do. Yeah, we've only seen. We, it is only the once we've seen them. Is I mean, it?
0: Yeah, it's, I think it's the once. Uh, I, I was trying to rack my brains and think. Oh, do they appear in modern? Hero? And I don't think so. They're mentioned, but. But no, they don't, I think this is the only appearance we get of, yes, uh, yes. of um,
1: Ruben the Rutan. Uh, earlier on we we said yeah. fan wank, I, I reckon behind the scenes, oh yeah, 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 you know, um, I reckon there's a lot of fan lore about the history of them and stuff. Oh,
0: yeah, I, I bet. That's what yeah, I've got to look into. Yeah, probably, um, yeah, there'll be a lot. Because it's the sort of thing everyone's going to want to do a book on the the uh, interminable and in Rutan
1: war. Yes, yeah.
0: But yeah I uh, I think this is weird isn't it because cause I I've sort of normally like the last couple of times we've gone round I've picked the stories almost like 10 minutes before mm. before we started recording but this one I've actually I've picked all my stories going ahead um but we I think we've both so far we've both picked like classics aren't we really mm. good yeah stories so oh, I perhaps perhaps this 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 trip round will be all the good stuff
1: it might be because Absolutely. yes i mean okay. yeah of course of course i own this <laughs> you know yes. it might have been one of the very first um you know tom bakers that i bought you know um yeah oh i'm looking forward to this
0: oh good yeah i i um it's one I've watched to death, but I will happily, happily, happily watch
1: it. It's a more times, it's please. very easily in my um oh, top yeah. tens of Tom's oh, yeah. e- top easy, fives yeah. most probably as well. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: It, it, I think I mean we, we should save it for next week, but I think we we're getting dangerously close to that almost a perfect story. I don't, wow. don't want to attempt it. Is but, it? Yeah. Well let's well, watch it. Might it. We might have we let's might pick it apart a bit
1: let's talk about it because of course yes. you know um yeah i watch it i thoroughly enjoy it but i'd yes. never watch it and thoroughly enjoy uh, enjoy it before with a view to talking about it on a podcast no. you but know our, so our, this is our different job now is to is to notice
0: all the things that are running isn't it That's yes exactly yes what we've got to do so it might I, mean, I apologize if it ruins it for you it might take well. An enjoyable story. You're asking
1: me to to look and study Leela in a chunky jumper. um, That's true. And uh, it's not a hardship. Have we done. Have we done (laughs) (laughs) Legally? In In your dreams. dreams. Um, Have we actually done. That's a very good point. One of
0: my favourite companions.
1: I I, I know she is, but I don't. I think the only times we've mentioned Leela, it's usually you who brings the subject up. But yeah, no, you've only mentioned her in reference to something else yeah
0: I think so yeah so that'll be good so we could get to discuss Leela yes um, Tom Baker is, is is absolute pinnacle I think yeah I'm looking forward to this one, I think
1: be a good one. gothic who right okay gothic who.
0: Oh, this was our childhood
1: mate was it fun. most certainly was yes yeah. yeah all right excellent well okay Great. listener um, see you in seven days yeah, um, join us again for that yeah and, oh. uh,
0: Get your get your bowler hats ready, and actually, there's a lot of bowler hats appearing in this go round as well, isn't
1: there? There is rather, yes, mm, yes. Themes. We've got a nice one coming up next week, haven't we? Yes, yes. A little definitely. natty one, yeah. A little natty one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good well, stuff. See you then, then Ian. Right. Thanks, then. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.